Limerick Today now on 46 Now, you'll remember Jean Wallace chatting on the show about restrictions in the maternity hospital in Limerick. We kind of were expecting it and had prepared, I'd prepared myself for it. I mean, I did have moments in the middle of the night, you know, when I was up and I hadn't, I hadn't seen any of my my family or Alan or I'd seen him out the window. <laughs> he had uh, he'd been standing outside and had waved up at me, and my my dad and my my family had done the same. So I had seen them, but to not you know to not have them around was it was very strange. But it was such a short time that we were in there, and for the sake of um, Oshina and myself, and like I said, the staff, it was worth it. Yeah, I think a lot of people saw that photo on social media of Alan outside the gates looking up at you holding well, Oshin at the window. I know. I know. And if you look, you can see he's holding a bag and that's actually a bag of dirty washing. <laughs> <laughs> because Oshin had gone through about, oh my God, about 12 onesies. He had spewed up so many times. So like, he, what they did was one of the nurses brought down, one of the midwives brought down that bag to the reception and he'd collect it and bring in another another load of supplies into me because yeah, we <laughs> getting to know getting to know Washing. Um he had gone through quite a few onesies. So yeah, you can just see it in his hands. And that's Jean Wallace chatting to us previously on the Limerick Today show. Well, a new plan by the HSC could see partners attending maternity appointments virtually. But is this enough? Well, on the line to chat about it now, we have Adele Garrity from the Limerick Women's Network and Shelley O'Halloran of Mama Doula. And you're both welcome. Good morning uh, to you. Um, Adele, what do you think of this suggestion? It's sort of a halfway house by the HSC because of COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, good morning, Joe. Uh, I suppose we would see it as, as something that should already be in place uh, rather than a halfway suggestion. Um, the the difficulty with it is that, you know, throughout a pregnancy, the, the, the whole point is about the emotionality and the relationships and the fact that the partner is being excluded from uh, key parts, including the, the, the process of labour. Um, set up for difficulties within relationships uh, after the pregnancy is over and during the pregnancy. Well, explain that to me then. So, um, I, I suppose going through an experience with somebody is very different virtually or going through it with them when you're in the room. Um, and the the process of labour, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that you leave your dignity at the door and to have somebody there in the room who is able to advocate on your behalf, whether that's in a scan, whether it, you're unclear about your treatment plan or whether you're in, in the middle of your labour and, and you need something clarified, to have somebody in the room who's on your side to uh, to get the best care for you. Yeah. Now, I mean, as any of us who've gone through it know, the 20-week scan is called the anomaly scan. Yeah. And and the idea in that situation of not having your partner physically with you, you know, that that is, it, it feels like a long run up to it. And mm-hmm. then the scan itself and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone obviously hoping that there aren't any issues. But if there are, that that can be a very difficult time. 
Absolutely. And uh, managing and, and navigating your way through that. Uh, and then even if the, the person is in the car park, you know, navigating your way through the hospital, through a sea of pregnant people out into the car park, it, 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 it probably feels like a 10-mile journey, you know. Um, and I suppose it's about the risk, uh, risk assessment. Um, I completely understand when we talk about the need to uh, keep sonographers safe uh, and and the lack of services if if they have to quarantine and the and people around them have to quarantine. However, these are people who are in society anyway, and uh, they are they are entitled to go to the pub. They're entitled to go to restaurants. Um, their their children are in school. They're they're engaging in society anyway. But in contrast, those around a pregnancy at the moment, it could be argued, are taking additional care anyway because ultimately they want a safe delivery. They want um, a baby that's born free of COVID and the, and the person who's pregnant to be free of COVID. So they're, they're going to be careful, careful anyway. So there has to be a question asked around if somebody is pregnant and they go to hospital, is their partner more likely to have COVID or equally, you know, if, if a partner has, has COVID, then the likelihood is that the, the pregnant person also is, is COVID positive. Yeah, we're chatting to Adele Garrity from the Limerick Women's Network and Shelley O'Halloran of Mama Doula is also with us. Shelley, I mean, it's pretty clear here that the hospital authorities, I mean, in an ideal normal world, would have no difficulty uh, with a partner attending these scans. Um, but they obviously feel that they have a duty of care to all concerned, including their staff. And I take Adele's point about staff having contact outside of the hospital environment. But of course, that isn't the hospital authorities' ultimate responsibility. Their responsibility is what happens on the grounds um, and in the wards uh, and in the scanning rooms. Yeah, morning, Joe. Um, I, I agree with you there, but I also kind of um, resonate with a lot with what Adele is saying. Um, obviously, you know, they need to keep the staff safe, but I think we also really need to be minding pregnant women and partners. Um, and I think with this announcement of the virtual offering, like Adele said, you know, why is this only happening now? You know, why didn't this happen four or five months ago? And I think just that alone shows that there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect there from the actual needs, the mental and emotional needs of um, women and pregnant people. And, and like, if we just look at like the World Health Organization recommendation, um, you know, and I, I'm just going to say a short statement here from their website, and that is, pregnancy is not put on pause in a pandemic and neither are fundamental human rights. A woman's experience of childbirth is as important as her clinical care. In the new normal of COVID-19, the World Health Organization strongly recommends that the emotional, practical and health benefits of having a chosen companion are respected and accommodated and the pandemic must not disrupt every woman's right to high-quality, respectful maternity care. So I think that really kind of says it all, you know. Um, and I, think I suppose at the beginning of it all, you know, they were probably scrambling around like everyone else of course, in, in the maternity was. hospitals. Yeah, everyone was. But I think we're at a stage now where we need we need almost like a COVID task force for the maternity services. And there isn't one. Um, you know, it needs to be put up there as highly as pubs, um, sports, funerals, weddings. Um, it's just not been given a priority. And 
like from my experience of working with women at the moment, and I had about 30 women come back to me last night after I, I knew I was going to be on today and just asking what their thoughts are. Like, I think they just really feel abandoned by this, by everything. You know, they just feel like, you know, they're last in the pecking order here. And even though they, above everyone, want to ensure that there is, you know, safety for the staff caring for them as well as them and their babies and their partners, they just feel like they're not even being given, you know, even the option of having a COVID test. You know, I mean, if we look at childcare around at the moment, I have a friend of mine who has a child in preschool and her child has been tested three times since the beginning of crash in September. Like, why aren't we giving couples or companions the option to have a COVID test? And surely if they have a negative COVID test going in for a date, then, you know, they could go in with PPE and all the hygiene measures in place. I just feel that there's not enough innovation and creativity coming out here. Uh, and um, Shelley, I mean, what did those women who came back to you think of this compromise measure, the idea of a partner attending but only virtually? The vast majority felt it wasn't good enough. They felt it was tokenism. One word that I, I'd say came out across most of, um, about half of the women um, that mentioned was the word insulting. Um, and I think, you know, where that's coming from is, I feel, I feel that women just feel they're not being understood, they're not being listened to, and they feel that this is kind of a bit of a, a kind of half measure to kind of make some bit of an offering because women are speaking so loudly right now. And, you know, it's all well and good. Like, Jean, in fairness, I know it was hard for her, but she, she spoke quite positively, you know, about her experience and, and, and being in and out. Um, but, you know, there is you know, a huge level of trauma also happening here. Women who've had yeah. major surgery, women who are experiencing loss. Like, yeah, I absolutely. think the first one can and, only and go then, so far. I mean, you know, we've been in the maternity, obviously. Uh, the current one I'm talking about now, I know there are lots yeah. of different plans, but it is tight. The corridors are tight. There are times when you wonder about, you know, where space is available or not. I mean, are the hospital authorities just genuinely worried that they aren't able to facilitate this request? I think I think everyone is worried, um, and I think especially at the beginning of, of the pandemic. But I also think that, like, I think they've reduced football significantly. And I think one thing that has uh, unanimously come back from all the women, and I did even an Instagram poll where 200 people voted, and I think it was 90% of people said that even after COVID, they don't want visitors back into the hospital. Um, you know, they don't want visitors back into the hospital. Why is that, that no? I think people, do you know, I think sometimes Irish people get postnatally very wrong and I think you can't nearly your work colleague or your neighbour or anyone coming into you and, you know, you're trying to breastfeed or you're sore or, you know, you're emotional and you have like eight people sitting around your bed, you know, looking That's at the really baby. That's really interesting. And, and a lot of people just said that they're really appreciating um, you know, that time to be able to heal, to rest, um, and that they're actually kind of delighted that there's no visitors coming in um, and out. Adele, I can hear you agreeing away in the background with a couple of those points. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and uh, there's, there's a Facebook page around stories of, of COVID pregnancies and, and midwives would concur with that, you know, that definitely... One of the positives is that, uh, you know, the, the, the lack of pressure on women uh, not having visitors, not having to perform, uh, you know, getting to know their babies and... and not also, having to perform? 
Well, you know, I suppose there's a there's a there's a, a pressure on people to be um, up and out and have uh, you know a, a face on for people coming in to visit. You know that that. Um, there's a pressure to be on top of this, you know, very, very quickly. I mean, uh, I think just, the, the work colleagues one is the one that leaves a lot of people scratching their heads. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just go back to the point about the, the hospital measures and, and just in terms of hospital capacity, I suppose uh, one of the things that's frustrating about this is the difference um, of care plans in different areas. So if you take Dublin, for example, they have three maternity hospitals and uh, the Rotunda is the only one at the moment that uh, is allowing uh, partners to be there for the 20-week scan and it also has regular visiting times um, daily and at the weekends. Now, just to note, uh, the Rotunda is the, is the oldest um, maternity hospital in Europe and also the busiest. Um, and and uh, if you've been in there, space is very tight. And I think if they have managed to put a plan together that that can allow for it, I think it it there's a there's a responsibility on other maternity services around the country to look at it as well. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you both very much. Very interesting observations on uh, that uh, this morning. What do you think? WhatsApp us 086-123-9595 with your thoughts. Uh, Shelley O'Halloran of Mamadoula and Adele Garrity from the Limerick Women's Network. Lots more to come on the show. Call Limerick today now on 461995.